Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I didn't make the connections. I'm starting to. It's been a whole year. But we have someone in the office that's been here like 20, 22 years. And she got into this association and on the seacoast of New Hampshire, there's like over a thousand real estate agents in like the smallest like 10 mile area. So she started the associate part of the association like five years ago. That last part is probably the most important. And that was my good friend, Kim Wood of Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire. And just think about that for a second. What happens if you started the association? Now Kim's talking about another agent in the office that has been doing it for a long time. And boy, let's just talk about patience for a second, right? And she said five years ago. Uh, and, and that's kind of the thing, right? We, we want it to happen like right now. And rightfully so. Impatience is worth having in some capacity. Uh, but just this idea of, you know, we're going to see kind of the contrast here as we move along of where Kim is currently and where, you know, this other agent has, again, really invested in and allowed that decision to grow and mature and to really actually become something legitimate. But again, the, the you know, we're always talking about referral partners, referral partners, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, but, you know, Kim tossed out a number, a thousand real estate and mortgage people in a very small area. And, you know, one of the agents in her office said, well, listen, we're gonna be one of the founding members of this thing because we think it's important. I see where this could go. I see the impact that it could have on my business, but it wasn't rushed. You know, it was it was a long time in the making. It was something that, you know, I, I don't need this to, to work for, for me tomorrow because then you ultimately, again, aren't playing the long game. That's the definition of, of not playing the long game is if you were to start that association and then the next day say, yo, let's go, let's make this thing happen for me only exclusively all the time, every day. And then that'd be great. Instead, it's, well, no, let's build this up. Let's make it a thing. Let's allow it to become, you know, somewhat self-sustaining. And then maybe, maybe it has the chance to be something more and that's where you know when, when you cut it shorter when you don't have the patience to put in the time allow that thing to work on the side behind the scenes after hours whatever it is then it just never really truly blossoms into the thing that you want it to because you'll have tried to kind of harvest it before it's ready and maybe that's it just understanding the amount of time what it's going to take because you just never know how many leads it might ultimately start to deliver. It took a while, but like now she gets like so many leads from them, like especially during this time is like 
calling off the hook. And it helps when the realtor and the mortgage person refers the same person. Yeah. The person is like, oh, this person really must be good if two people are recommending her. So I'll get there one day, but it takes experience in getting there. But we're kind of targeting the same people, but kind of different age groups. So I'm getting the newbie realtors while she has the people who have been in it a while. Can't really think of a more perfect kind of match or setup or agreement than that, because, you know, one uh, very important, you know, Kim said, hey, uh, it's so important when not only does the mortgage person refer you to this, to my, to our agency, but also the real estate agent. So when you've got both people saying, hey, these are the guys you have to go to. Well, again, you hear it once. Great. That makes sense a little bit, but you hear it twice. Oh, all right. That's double confirmation on something you're already not sure about. And that's two more people than you had recommending somebody before. So that obviously comes with the benefit of allowing putting in the time for this thing to happen when you have it on both sides of that partnership to where two people involved in that deal are sending business your way. Ridiculously crazy important. And I, I don't think I've ever had anybody really mention that. I mean, it's obvious, but I've never had anybody mention that before in all of the episodes that we've ever talked about any of the stuff that, you know, hey, what would happen if you could have both people involved, maybe even get the home inspector, the appraisal guy, whatever. Let's get them in on the mix too. Hey, if you really want to, you know, I mean, just really, really seal the deal. I'm kidding. But uh, that's something, something to certainly consider. But now the even more interesting part is where Kim's saying, well, you know, I'm doing the same thing, but not really. I'm going after the younger people that are just getting started out. So Kim is following the format, the formula, but just with a slightly different crowd where, you know, again, the other agent in her office has, has the more established folks, the people that have been in business, again, for a little bit longer. And it makes sense, right? They are accustomed to doing business, maybe the same way of a same generation. They just understand each other and those relationships are developed and they don't really need to change because one, the agency already has them. And it would make sense for Kim to go out and grab a whole new generation layer demographic of the same thing, replicate it for a slightly updated model. What does that look like? What can Kim do to bring her own mix onto the thing? And then and then now you've really just got control of the whole thing up and down the process of almost every mortgage broker, real estate person in that highly concentrated area to where you've got an agent that that speaks to, you know, the slightly older generation. You got the agent that is focused and working on the younger generation and the agency as a whole already has a pretty strong reputation for being able to handle this process, this part of the community, this type of business. And not only is it cool that Kim has somebody to, you know, kind of look to, to follow that example, to see the structure that has been kind of built to, to, to kind of, you know, build on that foundation that has been placed, but also to not feel crazy to want to try new and different things. It kind of helps knowing that other people have the same issues as you and that you're working through it and you're not the only one going crazy, but also seeing different marketing techniques. I feel like sometimes your agents are kind of like in their little bubble because yeah. And they don't kind of see like what other people are doing and they're being trained by the same people that have been around for a while. So kind of seeing that you can do things differently, <laughs> which I enjoy. 
So many interesting things there. First, I guess I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but this will be Kim's last appearance as she has had quite a run and this conversation has uh, hung around for the little over a year, I believe, quite maybe you know, a decent amount, more than a year old. And uh, this is something I haven't included in an episode in a while, but this is generally towards the end of the conversation. A lot of times where you know, we'll start talking about, you know, how refreshing it is to just pay attention to something like what we do here and be, you know, associated with other agents that are trying to do things to see their different take on it, to know that it is okay to try these things, that it doesn't have to be the same thing over and over again. Like, again, even though Kim did have a great example laid and set for her, you know, there's ways to kind of iterate and, and kind of update what has been done before. But the other interesting thing too, and, and again, it doesn't sound like Kim is necessarily in this position, but a lot of times where it is just this, uh, it is this kind of vicious cycle of just kind of repeated techniques and things to where they're just being trained by the person that was there before them. And, and it's just the same things that might produce potentially marginal results. I'm not saying that they do, but it's very possible to where, how do you, how do you break out of that? And, you know, I have this conversation with agents all the time, actually, is, you know, we're, we're probably only five, not, you know, barely 10 years into this kind of shift where things have been opened up to where we have the ability to kind of see what people are doing across the country. Whereas you know, that maybe didn't necessarily happen before there, there would be, you know, kind of congregation at the local and state level, occasionally on the national stage, but most of the time that local and state level, there was this kind of view of, of competition in a lot of, uh, a lot of areas where they wouldn't share at least, you know, that's, you know, the, the, the feedback that I've gotten from those that have come up in that generation when I experienced, you know, kind of seeing it, you know, firsthand from, you know, the association stuff that I always went to my dad and, and stuff with growing up as a kid, it, it was, it was, it, there wasn't this sort of, I mean, camaraderie might be a, a stretch, but it wasn't to this extent. And this is something I think, you know, really on any level and it's, and it's, and it's really getting embraced across the board, but it can't be understated. And it's something that I've heard time and time again, how important it is to not feel crazy. And so much of so many people's, I don't want to say this might sound a little over the top, but I've heard, you know, in, in many of instances where until they discovered their community, whether it's this one or some, some other community, they did not understand or truly appreciate the industry the way that they do today and, and the passion and, and what's possible. And it's just this group of people, this this kind of this sense of community to where you feel accepted and, and like there's this bigger thing, purpose, whatever, outside of the four walls of your agency. And that all starts with seeing the long game, right? The potential to build it into a career that is not just something that you are here for to punch in nine to five, to something to be more sustainable, more all-encompassing. And again, that, that also comes back to a lot of the, the, the standard legacy and family ties, but that's it, right? It's, it's do you have the ability to look down the road and say, I'm just gonna put in the time. I know this thing's gonna work. I know I just need to be able to sustain it long enough until it can get to the point where I know it will be providing for me on a very consistent basis. And when it does, then I can look to say, yo, I'm, this is fantastic. I need to find my people so I know that I'm not crazy in trying to do the things that I want to do that maybe 
haven't been done before. All right, serious question time. What is the one thing that you kind of feel a little crazy about? The idea that you haven't really either, well, either pulled the trigger on or you have and it actually has paid off and it's working for you. I'm curious, I wanna know because this is such a big common thing that I hear all the time and I think it'd be fun. Let's maybe get a list together of crazy ideas that on the cusp of being executed and or ones that have already proven successful in some limited fashion. Uh, we can have maybe two columns. I don't know. It's really open for there are no rules. I'm making them up right now. I'd like to know. And how do you? How did you or do you feel when when you had the realization that you maybe weren't as crazy as you initially thought? And finding you know kind of your people. That's a lot. I know. The two lists are fine. Let's just go with that. JoeyAgencyNation.com or find me anywhere else. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Find me on any of those places. Send me your things. Love to know. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Speaking of finding your people, really not feeling crazy, the best place, certainly, to make that happen. And a big, big boy is Elevate 2020. Head on over to ElevateConference.com. Check out the rough agenda and all of the fun little vibes that we've got going on. Nashville, Tennessee, uh, May 31st, June 1st, June 2nd. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun stuff. I've already talked to a couple agents booking plane tickets ready to go. Fantastic. Going to be a great time. Uh, look forward to seeing you there. So yeah, elevateconference.com.